0: Hey, sexy. Hello, bitches. Um, Adrian can't join us today, but he will be back soon. So, my name is Hannah Gray. My pronouns are they and she. My name is Amanda Drew. My pronouns are she and they. And since Adrian can't be with us, we thought this would be a cool chance for us to kind of use our backgrounds to Ooh. our shared experience to um bring some kind of more opinion based information to our listeners That's not um, gonna be fact but oh, like, there's still lots be of the, lots of
1: opinions and resources are yes, yeah absolutely um
0: but more specifically about like the sex toy industry about sex, sex education and um like briefly and just like kind of like our view from like being in the industry Mm -hmm. as well yeah for former industry salespeople, sales consultants (laughs) yes yes yes
1: i'm excited i'm I'm excited
0: excited. though i have a lot to say yeah (laughs) i'm sure you do too (laughs) um but yeah so i hope you're all excited about this topic be right back six
1: history, history lesson. lesson we tried so, yeah it's not as good as when adrian does it but i'm going to i'm going to give it a go okay <laughs> so you got this I am going to start with some history of the sex toy industry because I think that it's super important.
0: And super intriguing. I'm excited to hear. So intriguing.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Did you know that there's a dildo that's 28,000 years old?
0: I did not. 28 fucking thousand years old. It's amazing. I love (laughs) it.
1: So this is where my history
0: starts. (laughs) 28,000 years Yeah. Here we go. So 2004.
1: Some archaeologists were digging in like a well-known cave in Germany. Um, it's dated around the Upper Paleolithic era, which is the twenty-eight to thirty thousand years ago time frame. Long time ago. Long, long time. A- cake. A- cake. Long time. So <laughs> like, right time. after right after, quotes like Neanderthals died out and modern day humans started, um, like, building communities, yeah. even if they were nomadic. Um, so, right around that time. So, in 2004, these archaeologists discovered a 20-centimeter long, three-centimeter wide, so about eight yeah. inches by, like, one-and-a-half-ish. Okay. Um,
0: Size queen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right?
1: <laughs> get it, get it. Proud of um, you. And they, they quoted it as a tool at 1st Okay, they found. I mean, they found you can like, call them tools, right? We I mean, guess. Uh. <laughs> we um. So it was found in fourteen pieces. So once they put it all back together, they were like, "Oh, this is definitely a phallic item. Yes. It has like a cut around the edge where like the head of a penis would be." Mm-hmm. So they immediately knew, like, this is this was meant to represent a penis. Yeah, they assumed that it was a sex aid. A lot of um, archaeologists still think that it was used as a sex aid. And some are saying that like they might have used it for splitting flint, which like, fine, maybe it had a dual purpose. But like, <laughs> you know, I mean, if that's don't... what
0: they call it, splitting flint,
1: right? I don't know what they <laughs> would have called it back that. then. Be I mean, like Adrian,
0: I'm gonna go in the other room because I'm, I'm gonna split, split some flint. flint. <laughs> we can make this a
1: thing. Okay, it's I like don't... fetch, but it's gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> mean girls. <laughs> I know, mean girls references. <laughs> So. Mm-hmm. So they found this dildo, for lack of a better word. I mm-hmm. mean, it's a, dildo, it's a dildo, you know. Billy. Um so they think that it was used as a sex aid, maybe used as splint flints as well, but super distinct form like you don't etch a ring around it if you're not trying to make it look like a penis. Yeah. So, that was that's the first like sex aid tool. That yeah. they have ever discovered.
0: That's really Okay, cool. so
1: love it. Yeah, I love it. Clapping for them, right? Um, and obviously, there have been many since then, but the next one that like really crops up in history is around twelve hundred BC, and it, it's the first cock ring. What? Right, right. So like oh, when when we when you go buy a cock ring today mm-hmm. or a C ring, whatever you call it. Yeah. yeah, they use cock ring in the. The article so I'm going to roll with it um, but I do like C-Ring because yeah. it's so versatile yeah. which we'll can talk I, about later yeah. <laughs> and I talk about
0: how like when you said C-Ring and then I I was like I don't know I just like got a flashback to like a At my old job, yeah, and I literally said it in not a cock ring. (laughs) I said, "C ring, control ring, couple ring, can't live without ring." And
1: I'm like, "Whoa,
0: yeah, it won't leave my brain (laughs) (laughs) forever tainted. It is
1: gonna be forever tainted." But also, like looking through the lens of like twelve hundred BC, yeah, it would have only been used on a cock. Oh yeah, it definitely would not have been used on anything else. And like so. So you buy them now? They're made of like silicone, um, or steel. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're pretty Pony standard. Your, your choice. Yeah, those are standard materials now.
0: The jelly. Take, a, take stuff. a guess.
1: Take. Go ahead and take a guess. Let your vegan ass take a guess at what they use for cock rings.
0: Um, animal skin. I mean, yeah, but it
1: was goat eyelids. What? So they would take the goat what? eyelids, and then sometimes they would leave the eyelashes on <laughs> for for no, no, a no, pleasurable no, no, sensation no, no, for the women. No, 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 no right,
0: no, no, <laughs> right, hard,
1: no. So that's Go the first idols. time that we see like a cock ring in history. Mm. It's crazy. Goat eyelids, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: <Rough. laughs> that's not a that's
1: not a pleasure, raw <laughs> <laughs> <Not> either. <laughs> Ugh. Um, I'm
0: deeply disturbed, but like you do, you boo boo, right? <laughs> the eyelashes, though. Ugh. I mean, okay, no shame. I'm not shaming anyone. <laughs>
1: I will. <laughs> okay.
0: I'm like, you can oh. still buy them too. You can buy like authentic
1: because they were they were originally used in Greece, so you could still buy authentic um goat if eyelid. You could see my face? Right now, <laughs> yeah, I'm just horrified. Yeah, it's but, pretty like, terrifying. You do, you, but also like. Do what you got to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I support you,
0: I guess. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, around 200 AD, mm-hmm. there was this guy named Gallon. Hi, Gallen. Hi, Gallen. He was a doctor as doctor as far Gallen. as like 2000 AD doctor, 200 yeah. AD doctors go, um, who first came up with the idea of hysteria. Mm. So this yeah. is the idea that women – Would become crazy if you did not stimulate their genitals. So a volunteer's uh, trivia. Right.
0: (laughs) Consensually, please.
1: So doctors, quote, around doctors (laughs) would offer vaginal massages as cures for this condition. Um, and it it goes all the way back to Gallen, but it was still practiced up until the 1950s. (laughs) (laughs) Eek. In the United the States, the nineteen
0: fifties, nineteen
1: fifties is 80. when it finally started, like dying, dying.
0: Can I like interrupt you? Yeah, please. So the vaginal massages. Some I think someone posted in our group like almost when we first started, or like probably the first few weeks. And someone like was asking about vaginal massages, and then someone commented, "You mean like finger banging?" Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like what well, you said but yes, and I was <laughs> like laughing internally because of (laughs) that okay sorry keep going weird tangent but it's relevant because it's our group on facebook yes it is it's also about
1: digital simulation because that's all that they had yeah like i mean you could obviously use any of the toys that they would come up with but like most of it was stimulation with a finger
0: yeah yeah so like
1: that's what they did um so it's it's funny cuz like when when you think of hysteria you're like what kind of symptoms could they possibly have cuz like what symptoms do you have when you get horny like oh God. when someone doesn't stimulate your genitals <laughs> like what do you do
0: what, what? so yeah.
1: <laughs> right right <laughs> so some of the symptoms actually included anxiety mm. sleeplessness irritability nervousness erotic fantasies feelings of heaviness in the lower abdomen <laughs> And wetness between the legs. So, like, these things that, like, naturally occur yeah. are all hysteria. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> it's fine, though. We <laughs> so, made it through. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> and this was, like I said, this was the accepted science for almost 2,000 years.
0: Yeah, that's wild. Yeah,
1: it's absolutely crazy. Um, So, doctors would obviously offer, like, the vaginal massage until hysteria paroxysm. Orgasm was achieved, um, and like I said, doctors is loose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, directions to like perform the massage and who to perform it on were actually found in a medical text from the 1950s, um, or the sorry, the 1650s. Oh, Ooh, I just like inverted that six. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and it specifically said to You'd like, do this procedure on women who were chaste, who were unmarried, um, or who were too young to marry, or, yeah, which is, like, mm, mm. not cool. But, like, different time, let it go, <laughs> mm. walk away. Um, and that oh, if a woman was married, that it was preferable for her just to have intercourse with her spouse. Mm. So, it was very obviously, like, the the point of this is orgasm. You should yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I thought <laughs> oh, this was so cool. So you know the Sibian machine? No.
0: So, yes.
1: Yeah. So it's it's almost like a like a horse saddle. Yes. Okay. Usually it's like lower to the ground, so you can squat on it. It comes with attachments. So there was an old school Sibian machine that came out in the nineteen or oh my god, why do I do this? The eighteen nineties. What? Yeah. So Excuse it was literally me? um like a saddle. That sat at hip height. And it's called Vigors Horse Action Saddler. Okay. Yeah, that's a mouthful. Right. Right. But they had to like advertise. So everything that was advertised up until the 1960s was done in a way that it was like, oh, it's it's got a medical use. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, this old school Sibian was advertised to treat anything from hysteria to gout to obesity. And in one of the ads, it said that the princess of Wales ordered one and said it gave her complete satisfaction. So it's kind of like pointing out the fact that like everyone uses this; it's yeah. an acceptable
0: thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, it is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, um, wish like people could kind of talk like that now, yeah, right? It's like, right. I want to know, <laughs> <I> know.
1: <laughs> what the Queen of England has in her bedside people. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> I'd buy it. I don't care. Same. Tell me what you got. I'll get it. Right, (laughs) it's like gold, made out of like gold. Oh, I probably
1: can't afford it. Billion dollars. (laughs) Yes, you you need a small boat. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and five million dollars to purchase this. (laughs) Um, And then in the 1880s, so like the decade before, we started seeing steam powered toys. So this is where like um, we start to see the development of like actual technology going into toys yeah so um they were literally like locomotive engines Hmm. which sounds terrifying that they would attach to dildos and cock rings and sleeves okay so Mm -hmm. it would just um like vibrate and rock back and forth and this was also for like the sleeves too so even, like, the article that I read was, like, there's no way that that was pleasurable. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not really sure. Um, but, like, they also had the habit of, like, exploding oh. mid-thrust because okay. steam
0: engines. Okay. That's horrifying. Yeah. No, thank you.
1: Yeah. So.
0: You're like, casually, they exploded long. on some people. <laughs> yeah. They didn't last long. Yeah.
1: It's fine. Um. That's. Yeah. 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 We also see novelty items crop up around that time, too. So, Mm -hmm. like, novelty items are anything that isn't, like, um, specifically made for insertion or to, like, wrap around a penis. Yeah. So, there was the lifting and spanking machine. Can I has? (laughs) What? Can Can I has? Can I has? We could make it, probably. So this thing was sold as a prank machine because, you know, they couldn't be like, you like to get spanked? Yeah, here you go. Um, <laughs> it had a handles so you can bend over and hold on. And then there was a spring loaded paddle that would come up and smack you in the ass. <laughs> that's so and amazing. And you'd be able to get spankings. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> but also like having to reload that every time. Yeah, that's annoying. Just give me the paddle. Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. Um and then by 1898 we started seeing uh, electric vibrators. Right. So pretty much pretty much right after we like started working with technology in a way that like allowed us to have electricity. Yeah. Um, they're like let's publicly, make a vibrator. They were like yeah, we're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so so like, it priority would priority before <laughs>
0: lights, <laughs> let's have vibrators. <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> Fuck them lights. I got a vibrator. <laughs> they would come and like um like luggage containers, because mm-hmm. everything, you know what I mean. It's not
0: discreet. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, no, not not necessarily discreet true, true. either. But like all of the components that had to go into it for oh, electricity. A lot to it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So they they made them both portable. So where they had like large battery cells that they would run on that would be in the um suitcase or luggage or whatever yeah. carrying case but then they also made it so that you could plug it into a light switch hmm. so like the light sockets yeah which is really cool so if you wanted to be at home and you didn't need to take it out with you which like what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing if you're taking it out on a picnic or something you're having fun but like yeah
0: well,
1: it's 1898
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the number of layers that
1: you would have had to get through
0: yeah. <laughs> in order oh to God, like, so <laughs> so <many. laughs> It's Not even hopefully it's possible. Just put it over,
1: right? I wonder how the vibration was. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: Probably not good. <laughs> Probably. I'm like a fucking vibe queen.
1: Probably not. Yeah, nowhere near where we would need it. To I
0: mean, be. No. I'm like that's weak. <laughs> yeah, watch. It's like cur- like really intense. I bet, that it it was. I bet that it was actually like, Honestly, if, if they were it's making harder steam powered ones
1: Like the decade before yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine what they were giving us yeah. When they had electricity Man So um, 1940s rolls around I'm jumping a couple decades Because nothing like significant happened But we see the first like Realistic blow up sex dolls hmm. Come up So 1940. Of course, it was the Nazis, okay? (laughs) STD rates were really, really high, um, and they didn't want their soldiers to be getting STDs and then getting sick and having to be taken off of the battlefield. So they decided to develop these realistic blow-up sex dolls. And, like, holy shit, they look better than the ones that are out now. What? Yeah. They, like, spent two years developing them. It was insane. We should put a couple of
0: these pictures of things as, like, the picture when we post this episode. Yeah, we could do that. That would be cool. That <laughs>
1: would be cool. <Let's> yeah, <laughs> we will. We will. I'll remember. I'll try. Um, but yeah, they were super realistic. They spent two years developing them. And they thought they were going to, like, mass produce them. And they gave them to their men. And no one wanted to use them. What? Because of embarrassment.
0: Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like, because they, they were expected to carry them around with them on the battlefield. What? So that, well, so that when they, you know... Like when they desired something, they didn't go into town and like have sex with a hooker who had an STD. You just carry
0: that around.
1: They're blow up, so like you just roll it up or something. Uh It's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't the first blow up sex doll, but it was the first one that was like super realistic and that actually was like time was put into this. Yeah, (laughs) it was developed. You know what I mean? The
0: Nazis, fuck Nazis,
1: but right but but still innovation
0: interesting
1: let me (laughs) (laughs) so um like i said before with advertising they kind of had to hide stuff like it's for hysteria it's for obesity and gout and yeah (laughs) it's for sex (laughs) right (laughs) so but you but that meant that you were able to see it in like the New York Times. Yeah. Sears catalogs had mm-hmm. them like they were totally marketed publicly um, in the 1800s and the early 1900s and they were always advertised for other things. Yeah. And then in the 1960s is when we start seeing kind of a turn in that direction. Yeah. So they were no longer advertised for um, for anything because women were taking them and openly using them as sex toys. Hmm. Not as like, no, this helps me feel better and yeah. less anxious. Like, no, no, no. I fucking use this to get off because I'm a woman and I'm liberated. And yeah. like that 1960s, yeah. like yeah, female yeah. power.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's happening? So they took them off the ads. <laughs> <laughs> what I? They, they were like, we can't let women be free <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> liberated. This isn't ridiculous. So, um. So that led to advertisements that were um, like black market. You had to know someone in order to find a sex toy. Yeah. Um, and now, I mean, obviously, we're in the age of online shopping, online retailers. So you can literally go to Google and type in like dildo for sale, yeah. and a hundred websites will pop
0: up. Thousands of websites I mean, will pop alone, up. Let alone like. Um, Few like direct sale companies who will come literally to your house mm-hmm. to sell you vibrators and sell yep. those.
1: And like stores that you can walk into 24 Spencers.
0: 7. Yep. yep. Or
1: like uh, local ones like yeah, we have yeah, Show yeah. World here. Yep. You can walk in Pandora's 24 Box. 7. Yep. All those. Yeah. Yeah. You can go anywhere now. Mm-hmm. Um. But specifically talking online, Amazon has over 2,000 ratings and reviews for the Hitachi Wanda alone. Damn. Which, like, considering how many people have a Hitachi wand, I need to order one still. So do I. I guess they're only thirty bucks. They were forty four online. Okay, 44. I checked today. Okay, but yeah, still, like, that's cheap, not. It's fine.
0: Cheap compared to what we're used. Yeah, to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> um. So. Whatever the 2000 ratings is, it doesn't seem like a lot considering, but like, consider the amount of people that actually take the time to go actually back and like a create a review. Yeah. yeah. Um, so with that being said, I just want to say that a lot of shit is also sold online. Yes. So, like, we're looking at the sex toy industry. This is the history of it. And I'm kind of working my way into like not history. I want to talk about something real fast, you know? Um, but, there's no regulation for sex toys mm-hmm. or sex novelty items. And this is like strictly because there's not a government agency that regulates quote novelty items. Mm-hmm. So companies will um, get around those regulations by labeling them as novelty and not like an obstetrical or gynecological yeah. medical device. So um there's a woman named Lisa Lawless who is a founder of um this amazing group that actually perpetuates like these, this idea that um sex toys should be part of like art. Mm-hmm. and like very very open it's amazing um let me find the the thing for it oh hello but so lisa lawless uh, did this study gross gross study where they bought a bunch of stuff off of the web mm-hmm. and then they tested it to see what was well, what it was made of what was in the packaging how yeah. was it packaged and like they found everything <laughs> like gross things in there. Yeah. So like pubic hair stuck to your toys like um like the lowest grade silicone that's just going to disintegrate as soon as it touches anything wet. Wow. Like there's no regulation for this kind of stuff. So um pretty pretty important to make sure that you're finding toys and novelty items from brands that you trust, retailers that you trust. Um, who are actually pumping out like high quality ingredients and yeah. using things that aren't going to wreck your body. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're putting it on you. You're putting it in you. You yeah. just got to be careful. Make sure
0: they're decent.
1: Yeah. Like the Consumer Product and Safety Commission is the only group that oversees um, sex toy sales. But it like doesn't mandate any sort of testing. So sketchy. Yeah. And then the FDA, well, the FDA doesn't have like any say in any sort of novelty item as long as it's not ingestible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then even even then, you don't have to get an FDA approval.
0: Not surprised. Yeah. I'll trust no government. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, I don't either, but. <laughs> <laughs> So um, back to Lisa Lawless real fast. She's a psychotherapist and she's founder of the National Association for the Advancement of Science and Art and Sexuality. So um, this group has really come and pushed for like um, more exploration, more research as far as like sex, sex toys, the industry. Mm -hmm. So fantastic. Um, But yeah, companies just don't have to worry about what they put on their toys anymore. Lovely. I mean, it's good that you don't get like flint dildos <laughs> anymore or steam powered engine yeah. <laughs> dildos that I'm are going to sure explode come but so like, yeah. But still, yeah. Not not the best though. Yeah. Still there's a lot there's a lot of room for improvement.
0: <laughs> lots and lots of improvement. Yeah.
1: Which we'll talk about.
0: Yes, we'll talk
1: about it. Yeah.
0: But yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, lots of history. And Seriously? I don't even think I touched it,
1: like a oh, tiny bit of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. It's a yeah. lot. It's a lot of history. For sure. Um, but very cool. Sex weights have been around forever, they're gonna be around forever. It's just they ain't going nowhere. No, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for the sexy history lesson this time. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> be right back. Hey, sexies. I have a couple exciting things um, as usual to talk about. So first off, I want to make sure you all know that we are on Facebook and you can uh, find us at Generation Sex Podcast on Facebook. Um, And then we also have a really awesome group and you should join. It is Generation Sexies. It's S-E-X-X-X-I-E-S. If you just look that up on Facebook, you will be able to find our group. And then you just have to say, confirm that you're 18 or over and you can join. And, uh, we have a lot of different, really cool things that we do. We do meme threads. We do sexy booty photos. We do sexy photos. Um, and obviously you don't have to post if you're not comfortable, but you can look and you can learn. And we just have a lot of really cool educational stuff in there, but it's just a beautiful community that we want to obviously keep adding to. So if you're not yet in it, please make sure you, Um, try to come in it, Um, and uh, you request to be in, and it's just going to be a beautiful thing. I also um, want to share, obviously, about our Patreon. We have really exciting things happening in our Patreon. Um, We started something called the Slut Diaries, and really what the Slut Diaries are is it's a diary entry style... very slutty kinky one um, version of a diary and uh, we are sharing intimate uh, pictures with you like I literally just posted two tit pics the other day so like if you sign up you get access to all the things we've already posted Um, side note Um, also we just uploaded a mini episode that um, all of our patrons get to listen to and this one was about how to take fire nudes we have like amazing like sex stories that Amanda shares and we're all gonna all of us are gonna share eventually. Adrian shared a really awesome sexy sex story last week. Um we have erotica like literally if you're missing out on our Patreon you are doing yourself a disservice um because you can start for as low as two dollars but if you want access to our slut diaries it is it is as low as five dollars and it's just five dollars a month ten dollars a month $15 a month, etc. Just check out our page. No pressure. If you go to patreon.com slash generation sex, you're going to find all the information you need and then figure out if it's something that you want to do. We love you so much. Thank you so much for supporting us. And also we're on Instagram. It's generation sex with two X's podcast on Instagram. And y'all should rate us five stars on apple Podcasts if you're listening on there um that way we get bumped up and more people can see us and if you leave us a review maybe we'll shout you out we'll see um and i just want to shout out to our amazing patreon patreons i always want to say patreons but it's really patrons um who we have now we have nicole sydney allison um tatiana and charles and crystal and beautiful people so thank you so much for supporting us and let's get back to the show Why are we singing again? Because I like to sing. (laughs) Same. Sort of. Um, (laughs) So, like we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, um, both Amanda and I have some background in, like, the sex toy, like, sales industry. Mm -hmm. Um, So, we're going to kind of share, like, our experience in the industry and kind of, like, talk about, like... Where we kind of want to see it to go. Or wait. <laughs> yeah. We can, talk oh, yeah. About,
1: we can totally talk about where we want to see it going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want it okay. to go places. Me too. <laughs>
0: but I felt like when I said it, it didn't make sense. And then I'm like, oh, I guess it makes sense because you understood. I understood. I didn't know if I mixed up a couple words in there. <laughs> Maybe you did. <laughs> but, I don't well, know. I don't know. Who knows? Hey, who knows? We'll listen to it later. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Do you want to like name drop a company or do you want to just keep it like. No, I would. It's a pink heart. There's a pink heart (laughs) in direct sales. Yep. But I met Amanda through it. So that's all I care about. (laughs) (laughs) So I was personally with the company for five years. Um, I was there for two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically, what this company is, it's a direct sales company. And um, the whole idea is just like bringing sex education and sex toys and like, novelty items, I guess mm-hmm. I would say, into homes uh for cis women yeah, <laughs> or for for women. That's, yeah, that's for women. how it was
1: advertised to us. It's how it like yeah, it was in the you know, in the
0: descriptions um, and yep.
1: yeah, and all the work like guidelines that we had were all women are women, allowed women, to the women. party, women, women. Yeah. Yeah. Rawr. So women, um, two women um, only parties
0: basically. <laughs> so it's like um, so that's kind of the gist of the company. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I like, don't know. It's like fresh, like we both recently left. Yeah. Within six months. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, there's a lot of freshness to this. So we're going to be vulnerable and mm-hmm. just be honest. Like we're, we're going to be honest. Um, I personally like had, like a decent experience in the company like I met really cool people Mm -hmm. um got to travel and all that stuff but like I did struggle in it um especially as a non-binary person I know you as well we bonded over that yeah It's
1: funny because you say that you struggle, but, like, everyone would look at what you did and see success just because of the money that you made, but they don't see, like, the emotional toll that it was taking.
0: Yeah, and that's that's the part that got me, and, like, the money kept me, and I kind of, like, felt like I had to stay, but it was, like, so emotionally taxing and mentally Mm -hmm. taxing for me, and I don't think I realized until I left, and I was like, oh, my God, and I'm literally, like, healing from this. Like, yesterday, someone, like, messaged me to join their team for like a different company and i literally like <laughs> started having an anxiety attack because i just like it's just it's a lot for me like i'm trying to heal dude like please stop asking me to join your fucking shit like oh my god <sighs> and i do want to say like because i know Nothing
1: against mlms though yeah like i, I love
0: supporting
1: yeah. mlms and i want
0: i want, I want to like ex- like I know, we do have a lot of listeners who like know us from Pure Romance, um, who listen to our podcast. Oh, there we go. Oh shit! <laughs> Wowza. we did it. It's fine. It's out there. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry, <laughs> for and stuff. But like, I do want to note, like, I I do support like the people who are working in the company, 100%. and like, I support. Which I just company. placed an order. I, did I still, you? <laughs> yeah.
1: I did you see the new lingerie that came out? It, yeah, oh, it's, cute. it's real cute. It's real cute. So like, I. I don't fucking care. No, I mean? yeah. Just and I'm not like going to sit it it here and, and like shit
0: on like the consultants or like the lifestyle or anything like that. Yeah. Like, I have no judgment of people who do that as long as it's done as ethically as possible. Yeah. I do want to know. Um, but like, no shade on like the people in the company or the company. Like, I do, I like have a personal like relationship with like the CEO. Like, we're cool. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I haven't talked to him since I left, but whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's like I respect everyone and like I'm not mad at anyone. It's just like I – it wasn't progressing enough for me and like I didn't feel like my voice was being heard as much as I wanted it to. And like I I tried to teach inclusive sex education since I started basically Mm -hmm. and I was able to do a lot of that but it wasn't enough for me. And it's funny because like I finally was – able to teach an inclusive sex ed class um literally like two months before i left the company Mm -hmm. finally at a national level yep and it just it was too late like they already lost me and you were already tapped and like i'm gonna say like it was such an amazing experience and like the room had over 100 people in it and and it was broadcasted right was it I don't know
1: about that. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of a different one.
0: Yeah, probably. I don't yeah. know. But, I mean, it was amazing. And, like, people said that they got a lot out of it. So, it was, like, totally worth it for me. Um, But it, I was already checked out at that point. Yeah. And, like, it was my passion to bring that information. So, I still, like, did that. And, like, I don't know. So, <laughs> yeah. But still,
1: very women-centered. Yes. Very, like, um, the, like... heterocentric
0: mm, (laughs) yeah heteronormative for sure oh yeah you know and still like
1: real vanilla
0: oh my god like i actually was talking about to adrian about this earlier about how vanilla it was yeah how literally after leaving the company my life like exploded like i have learned all these dimensions to sex ed and and all this stuff like Right when I left. I was like, what? Yep. How didn't I I was I'm a quote unquote sex educator for the past five years.
1: Yeah.
0: And I didn't even come close to what I'm learning now. hmm I'm like, what? It was like it's I was being crazy, repressed. Right? Well, I mean
1: in a, in a way that you are, you know what I mean? When you work for any company, your, your views are their want. views. Yes. Yeah. The information that you're given is the information that they want you to have. So, like, comprehensive sex education just does not happen when you're working in one, yeah. like company if you're working in one school if you're working mm. in one classroom like comprehensive yeah. sex education takes multiple levels and multiple layers
0: and like let's be honest I mean for the past five years I've been going to their conferences and trainings and stuff like you're seeing the same sex educators every single time mm-hmm. and they're talking about the same thing every single time and it's always like not inclusive it's always just about like cis women or cis men um yeah. and it's very much like I don't know. And I even told like, cause I mean, I did have a lot of uh, a good relationship to corporate office and I, I like was at the corporate office once and I was like, I really don't like the sex educator. You bring in this person specifically, um they never talk about anything besides this. And like, I just think it's a waste of time. And then like, I haven't seen this person back yet. So they are, they did listen. Yeah. And I do want to note too, like this last conference I went to in August, they had oh, like yeah. really cool. They had this really cool sex educator. I don't remember her name, but she talked about like child sexuality and stuff like that. Or not child sexual. Yeah, kind yeah. of. And like it was so like, interesting. Child to me. sexuality development. Yeah, yeah. And it was like super interesting and Love cool it. and like inclusive. And I'm like, what? Hmm. But That's like, pretty sweet, yeah, yeah. And like, let's be honest too. Like everyone they brought in was white. white.
1: <laughs> I was and like it was like it is it is white heteronormative yes.
0: vanilla. Like Everything. and nothing's
1: wrong with the vanilla. No. Love me some vanilla sex every now and then, but, but like if
0: we're if they are supposedly like this leading company and that's what they always toted that they
1: were yeah. they were leading in in inclusivity and they were leading in like edginess. You know what I mean? Did they um when they came out with like the the insertable bullets they were like this is like new technology you know what i mean it's like no they have have bluetooth insertable like toys that you can use from three thousand miles away like this is not new
0: technology yeah well like even like the inclusive line Mm quote-unquote um that came out in 2019 um like It just, it was almost like it just kind of missed the mark because it was like, oh, look at these exciting things that are coming out, which is exciting, but it's like people have been asking for this shit for like over 10 years, like literally. And it's like, I don't, I don't know. People don't trust this company who are going to use these products. So why would they come to a company that's just like, oh, yeah, we forgot about you for this like 26 years, 25 years, but here you go, you know? And it's like, and, i i do want to remind everyone like i do i do have like a little bias in this i do have a lot of emotion behind this because i spent right. five years that's why this is an working opinion. my ass off you know yeah. to try to like make things better and i just in a lot of ways i feel like i failed and i think there's a lot of like anger there for me um the the sexo industry is a 15 billion
1: dollar a year industry you cannot change it overnight I know. you cannot change it as one person you know what i mean
0: It's yeah. too
1: much pressure to put on your, your shoulders i know
0: but like i Dude, do you I did feel great bad for the I... people that you touched though you know what yeah, i mean yeah and i know i did a lot it's just like frustrating i guess yeah. i don't know um and i i just have a lot of regrets in some ways um in regards to like I feel like I silenced myself for like two years waiting for them to let me teach and they Mm -hmm. just forgot about it or like just didn't care. So I like didn't teach it for like two years and I'm just like, why did I let this happen? Like (laughs) what is happening? You know? Yeah. So, um, okay. I feel like we're like off track though, but probably a little bit. Yeah. I just have a lot of emotions, but like like, this is our experience, you know, like we're, we were in this company and like, supposed to be these sex educators who are bringing this information and, and like we did amazing have, toys yeah oh my god you know such amazing product yeah but totally. also
1: the idea that like we were supposed to bring these like top of the line high yeah, end yeah. toys and expensive. it's like it, they they were expensive and I fully believe that like you get what you pay for yeah, in some for respects sure. but like also I just look at all of the other things that are available from different companies yeah. and it's like we are not that company was not even touching the tip of the iceberg no.
0: and like that's another thing i've noticed after leaving like i was in this bubble and i was like our product's the best and no other product and like now i'm seeing like all this other product that i'm like whoa i've just turned a bl- like blind eye to this for all these years and like yeah and i'm seeing like the prices of things and i'm like yes <laughs> holy shit
1: yeah yeah but you, you pay more in MLM, too. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, oh, of you course.
0: Pay. And, like, I get it. It's yeah. part of the grind and stuff. But, like, I'm just like, there go. Yeah. 44 bucks for that would be, <laughs> like, 160, <laughs> 160 bucks for yeah. that company. Yeah. It was. It was one sixty. <laughs> I know. Which, like, <clears throat> I mean. Yeah. I'm sure it's whatever. higher grade, but still. Oh, yeah. No,
1: no, no. And that, that's sure. the thing, too, is that, like. PR definitely had amazing quality products oh, yeah. Yeah. like the silicone was always like top notch like, like food
0: grade silicone a lot of oh, testing yes goes into stuff and
1: absolutely like, yeah and when they did roll out the RGB line I was super impressed oh, with the beautiful. way that the silicone like yeah. actually functioned
0: and feels oh, so and, nice. yeah and like, like oh. yeah
1: I want to talk about the butt plugs for a fucking second Please though do. because who who fucking developed the base on those things did you have you tried them <laughs> i have oh my ever. god okay are if they you small
0: ever... bases
1: no the no the bases are actually a little too wide like oh, they really? almost i have like a like a line in my butt cheek from it like oh, where no. it just scraped together what yeah they're that big it, well they're they're pretty wide but they also come like in almost too thin Oh. And they don't curve curve out. So there's no like Is this the
0: anal trainer set? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. have one of those in there. I haven't opened yet.
1: Yeah. Well, if you go get it and you open it and it it's almost like it flares out but doesn't flare away from your body. Weird. Yeah. Huh. But it's because it's a suction cup base. Oh, they put a suction cup base on them, which I'm like, I don't understand why I would ever use a suction cup base for for, a butt plug for a butt plug that is that short. Yeah, like if I'm using a longer one, I could understand, but like,
0: fuck, man. Yeah, yeah, interesting.
1: Yeah, very interesting. So my one complaint about that particular (laughs) (laughs) line, but like, but still, like, quality has always been really high. Um. In their higher price items, you know what I mean, and um, like when we talk about it in the sex toy industry, we're also talking about like lubricants and stuff like that, and the quality of their lubricants, I have never had a problem with, and I hate lubes. <laughs> I don't know, I'm we're lost now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, lubes, yeah, I hate lubes. Like, generally, I have oh, I have a really yeah. bad reaction to lubricants. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, the, the PR line has been amazing mm-hmm. as far as, like, quality of lubricant. Yeah.
0: You yeah, know? the quality is good.
1: Yeah. So, like, quality is great. Um, Innovation, not so awesome, personally. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then novelty-wise, like, real low. Yeah. Real low on novelties.
0: Yeah. And I feel like it's just... I think, like, the reason why we're focusing on this experience, too, is that, like, really, it's a reflection. Like, our experience in this company is a reflection of the sex toy industry and where it's at and, like, how far it needs to go. Because it's, like, inclusivity is not there. Um Maybe even, like, affordability is not there. Yeah. Um, definitely. Like access, um, also just like products being like, like queer friendly even too, but also just not gendered. Like, yeah, like it's yep. just ah, like the names it's, of things, the colors, like there's so much more you got to consider. And it's like, um, no one's thinking about it. And it's there, are, like,
1: there are plenty of people who are thinking about it, just not, not within that company. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like there are tons of people that we're going to talk about oh, later. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Who who are leading the industry yes. in all these things that yeah. we want to see? Yes. And that we know that uh, most of our listeners want to see. Of course. So, um, something else that I want to talk about is like you. So quality is good, mm-hmm. like price not so good. So if you look at other things, like if you look at Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. if you go onto the website, you get lower quality items for low prices. Yeah. So there's like always a give and take on what you get and what you don't get from mm-hmm. a company and from a product. um, And it's just kind of how it is. Yeah. But also Adam and Eve, if you look at their selection of products – not that versed No. either. Like yeah. they're just they're there's I mean the name is Adam that, and Eve. <laughs> right, right. But yeah. it's it's one of the largest retailers. Yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. So like w- you know, <laughs> you get a lot of like, like, yeah, but people it's are affordable. Buying it. it is affordable. Yeah. And a lot of the toys you can adapt, like we talked mm-hmm. about like cock rings earlier being C rings now, mm-hmm. because you can use them anywhere. Oh yeah. You can use them on your fingers or on a toy yeah. or on, Absolutely. A, on a cock whatever yeah on food i don't give a fuck (laughs) yeah Yeah. so
0: i feel like just like in general sex education like you see like a lot of these people advancing it and Mm -hmm. and a lot of these like root like rooted people um are people coming out of the roots um sorry i'm like trying to figure out what the hell i'm trying to say um (laughs) do the words (laughs) yeah and like they're coming out with all this like amazing inclusive like activist sex education for like black people for disabled people for um cancer survivors yeah like like, literally so much Mm -hmm. and um and it's just like often the folks who are not included in the conversation of sex ed. So you see all these people coming out and, and like really these front runners who are just like getting this info out to people on Instagram and with classes and stuff like that. And it's just like, it's a shame to me to see all these revolutionary people not being brought in to teach these companies at the trainings. And because, most of them aren't white and most of them are going to say shit. That's going to (laughs) rattle your bones. And it's like, but that's important. Like, it's just, it's difficult. You know, it's like hard to see like such a like big companies like that, like Adam and Eve and the company we were with and like all these other companies who are just staying in their comfort zone Mm-hmm. and really just catering to certain people but then like I'm curious like would your sales start going up like would you not mm-hmm. be plateauing anymore if you advanced you know like yeah. yep mm, in my opinion hell yeah like well the thing is you don't have to lose anything to add a
1: line no, exactly like you you really really don't you can Nothing. keep all of your normal, like toys that yeah. you normally carry your ones that are never going to go away and then just continue to expand an inclusive line and it's like if it doesn't sell
0: right it. away just be like realize the harsh truth that like you can't just be like here you go sorry we forgot you forever but like here you go like it's right. not going to sell right away you got to gain that trust back you got to yeah. gain that trust in you general you to do the work yeah exactly and like give it time and like and I, I kind of want to talk about like ways, specific ways to be inclusive when you're talking about sex education, if you think that's a good idea. Yeah, we could just. Talk about si- I mean, it's simple. Yeah. It's like, don't fucking gender genitals. It's a penis and a vagina. Or the penis, the vagina, the yeah. vulva, you know? Yeah. Not her clit yeah. or his penis. Because like, no. he could
1: have a clit. Yeah, you don't fucking know, and she could have a penis. Yeah, and you don't fucking what? know.
0: Hell yeah, um, also just um, saying partners too. Yep. I mean, y'all know we're fucking poly as shit over here. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so it's important to um say stuff like that, like partner or partners. Um, I don't instead know of that's... automatically excluding the lesbian because you said yes. husband or yes. boyfriend. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yep. So it's, like, and just, like, educate yourself on more than what you're comfortable with sexually. Yeah. When you're a sex educator, someone, like, who's putting that label on yourself and, like, doing these educational gatherings, it's very important for you to be knowledgeable about more than, like, expand your knowledge, even if the company's not doing it. Yeah, expand your knowledge absolutely, and we're gonna give you resources of yes. ways too.
1: Do you feel like we have more to say? I feel like there's so much to say, but I feel like we could do a whole sex education. Oh God, yeah, yeah podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that will give us a real platform. Yeah, but like for the toy industry, yeah yeah, 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 I feel like there's still there's still a lot to say. Oh yeah, there's there's always gonna be something to say. Yeah, um, but I think that. I do think that the the industry is going in a direction that is better, especially yeah. with the influencers that you're going to bring up. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like other um, retailers who are out there right now are starting to see the importance of including um, like people of color and minorities um, or marginalized groups, um, not making things so heteronormative Um <clears throat> As well as, <laughs> like, actually providing sex education with their toys. Mm-hmm. I I saw that. I think it was a I think I think that it was a Doc Johnson website because they do those like crazy awesome like alien dildos. Oh, love yeah. it! But they were like. I think that it was a review site for it. It was a couple months ago, but I remember it sticking in my brain because it was like bright purple and green and like looked like a tentacle. And I was like, yes, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's an art piece. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, there are some cool ass toys out there. There's some fucking real like cool the, ones. The alien ones. There's yeah. like dragon ones. There's, There's a whole
1: Marvel collection.
0: Yeah. You could get fisted
1: by the Hulk, man. Literally. Okay.
0: And like, I just think like my mind has just been cracked open with like the mm-hmm. world of sex toys. And it's like before I was so limited and now I'm just like, whoa, yep. like, damn. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, don't I think know. it's also crazy that there's so many toys out
1: there that are meant for like a person with a vulva. Mm-hmm. Like people with penises have a lot less. no fucking like now that they have no toys but like they're so compared, it's so limited yeah. like jesus percent. Christ, you still got a butthole like yeah. use the fuck out of that if you don't like it that's fine I, i'm also, not gonna like, a prostate judge you
0: simulation just use like a clit vibrator and you can put it right on the prostate i am or not the prostate. i'm so sorry put on, it on, the, the, on your perineum taint. Yeah, gooch perineum, taint yeah. whatever yeah put yeah. it right on there a clit vibrator don't put a clit vibrator in your butt Unless it has a flared base. Sorry. Um, Or a handle. (laughs) Or handle. Yeah. (laughs) We're gonna have like a whole episode on like anal play and stuff. Yeah. Which I'm pumped about. Me too. Mm. And like we can have an episode about like a lot of different things. Yeah. We're gonna do that. Do it. I don't know why I just said that. duh. But do anything (laughs) we want. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah.
1: There's so much that there's so many places that we can take the sex toy industry. And I think that we're slowly, slowly mm-hmm. moving in that direction, um, but I think that the 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 whole point of like having an industry that is going to be comprehensive because that's what I'm looking for mm-hmm. is like an industry where I don't have to like fight to find something that is meant for uh for a trans body yeah or a non-binary body mm-hmm. or like whatever yeah I hundred percent. That's what that's my goal is. I think that the point is like, to to get these influencers' names out to like actually like share their shit so that that it's known. Yeah, hundred percent. People are
0: doing some good ass work. Yeah, and it's like it sucks because no one's really giving them credit. No one's really bringing them to showcase their work in in bigger companies, mainstream, mainstream mainstream stuff. Yeah, and I really like. Oh, I'm like really nervous about all the stuff I said. (laughs) I think that you're fine. <sighs> okay. What are they going to do? Well, no, it's not about that. It's just like, I just don't want to be disrespectful to anyone. Just like realize this is like my point of view. And like, it your, is it's from your personal a personal experience. Yeah. It's like, it is from a hurt anger place right now. It might not always be Even the things that you said though didn't come across as like angry okay. or hurt.
1: They came across as like, this was my experience. I wasn't validated, and you were not, yeah. and I was not. And Constantly no non binary person like, was fucking validated. Yeah. You know?
0: So, and it got worse towards the end. I just felt oh yeah, but I might have just been high alert, paranoid. That yeah. could have been an option. But but I don't think that's Still. true, actually. <laughs> okay. But I just want to, like, make sure I re- reiterate, like, if you're listening and you're a part of that company, I I do care about you. And, like, we yeah. cool. I hope. Oh, don't hate me. <laughs> you're going to be fine. I'm so bad. You're going to be fine. Yeah. So I'm excited to share some resources. Yes, resources.
1: Yay. Oh wait, real quick. So what I just want to mention is like, okay, so the reason it's so important that we talk about sex education when we're talking about sex toys is because if you look at someone who is trans, they're not gonna be able they might not be able to pick up a toy that you find in Spencer's or with Pure Romance. And it's not – it might not work for their body. And it's mm-hmm. just because they're, they're a body that isn't being seen by that company.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's the a lack of sex education. Yeah. So it's super important that, like, we make sure that we're educating, that we are incorporating that into the development of new sex toys. Yeah. So it's all all very important. And I kind of see,
0: like, the the – Development of sex toys and like what sex toys are selling in certain companies and stuff like that. It's almost like there are symptoms of this overarching like lack of education. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. That's yeah. why I'm, like, obsessed with talking about sex ed. Because I'm like, but wait! They connect! <laughs> and you're like, this is about sex toys. And I'm like, let me talk about education, bitch. <laughs> it's totally
1: about education. Yeah. I just, like, I like talking about the toys I by mean, themselves, I think too. we have most you know, worlds
0: in here. We do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of a toy for specific non-binary bodies, mm-hmm. um, there was actually a toy developed in 2019, Um, from a company named Wildflower Sex called Enby. Um And before I talk about the toy, I do want to note, um, I, I guess I just want to hold this company accountable for some actions that they did that were not ethical. Um, mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. want to note that this company was called out um, by many, many black femmies for being very problematic and unethical towards them. So I do want, I do want to, like, I think it's very important we talk about the toy, but I want to hold the company accountable and just um, let you all know, like, we're aware of where they're at right now. And like, we're holding them accountable for that.
1: Can you explain what happened? Um, oh God, be it's aware. been a
0: while. Um, I can actually tell you where you can get the information because I don't want to butcher it. Um, let me just pull up. I mean, even if it was, like, a... It's it's been a while. Yeah. It's been... I read everything about it, but, like, my brain... I I remember
1: remember us talking about it, and I don't remember what actually happened.
0: Yeah. Okay, here we go. So, where you can find the information, Evian Whitney, um, who is a sex educator, which I actually should have on my list, um, she wrote a article called Dill Don't Disrespect... Black Femis, our personal experiences with wildflower sex shop. And actually, I have a link to it. It's on Medium. we can post a link. Perfect. Yeah, we'll post the link. Perfect. Cool. On our so, Facebook page. Yeah. So um I just wanted to like bring that up because I think it's important that we like hold the company accountable um, for their actions. But so nb let me pull this up is a really cool toy um oh my god i wrote willow and not wildflower oh my god um i'm like it's fine okay so nb is a vibe for everybody so it totes as a vibe for everybody yeah um the shape is super freaking cool it's 74.99 which is like Decent ish. Um, it comes in plum or ash, and it's designed to please a variety of bodies. NB is a dynamic rechargeable vibrator that can be humped, rubbed on, tucked in a harness, and placed between bodies to offer stimulation in all the right places. Flex NB's wings to stroke, grab, and massage. NB has three speeds and five patterns of vibration, splash proof, includes manual USB charging cable and storage bag. And it's made of super soft, body safe silicone. It was designed by Wildflower, which they are based in Brooklyn, New York, Um, and it is safe to use with any genitalia, any bodies. I want to point out, it looks like a stingray without the tail. So, like,
1: and it's it's a decent size.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a very decent size. So, it's like, it's legit an inclusive fucking toy. Mm-hmm. like anything you could ever really like want an inclusive toy i'm just like sad that it's like from a company that's shitty
1: it also didn't get amazing reviews when it first came it out no. no and actually
0: i can read a review is it do you want me to read a review? no you can totally read a review okay <laughs>
1: I remember people saying the battery only lasted for like 30 minutes on a full charge,
0: which like you could,
1: you could get stuff done in 30 minutes, but some people need more time, more simulation, especially if you went through transition, Mm
0: -hmm. like your
1: body might not react the same way to simulation. So like that's, that's a letdown. Yeah, for
0: sure. Okay. So this person said, um, thank you NB, for making my partner come. I originally bought the NB to add to my extensive toy collection because I just had to check out this non-binary toy. I hadn't used it at all until last night when my partner and I were getting freaky and I busted it out to see if they could come. They don't get a whole lot of stimulation from strapping, so I figured we'd give it a shot while strapping, but both of us could feel the vibrations, which was so nice. Um, Plus, it got my partner, who's transmasculine, to come. Yes. That makes this very... This Femi very happy five stars everybody everybody get the envy.
1: Fantastic, that's good review. Here's
0: one about the battery. This toy is so much fun, but my boyfriend and oh my god, this toy is so much fun. My boyfriend and I love it. It's so versatile and easy to use, but somehow the battery port got punctured, and all we've done is use it and charge it when needed. I've never had this happen to another toy before, but they still give it oh, four wow. four stars. Wow, so okay, that's impressive. Yeah. Oh wow there's so many good reviews like i just like yeah. being able to read like all these non-binary people who are just really finally experiencing a toy and, like, that finally like, are seen yeah like that's well, revolutionary you call it
1: envy you know what yeah. i mean it better be fucking non-binary based. right
0: oh yeah that was huge so cool um cool okay so another sex toy company that is inclusive is spectrum boutique. So this is run by, uh, someone named Zoe Ligon. Um, but also known on Instagram as Thongria. She's super cool. Um, she does a lot of like these videos of like trying certain things out and you've probably seen them. Like she's a little wild. Um, that's really awesome. But like uh she also like sells like these vibrators that look like or dildos that look like um what do they look like? Uh like eggplants. Here's one. Eggplants, oh, there's corn, <laughs> like all this other shit. It's so funny and awesome. Oh no to Yeah. But yeah, so like really cool, cool um person who sells um vibrators super inclusive person very um highly educated um and just like she does a lot of really cool shit so i wanted to bring her up just because why not um and also affordable and like free shipping over 99 like just really really cool actually but yeah that's her i don't know yeah no i've totally seen yeah she's stuff her videos like went yeah. viral.
1: Yeah. She does a, a video on Shibari. Yep. Oh mm-hmm. my god. So good.
0: She also did like this she, video. She did
1: a Sibian video. Yeah. I think you yeah. we were talking about her. I watched
0: her have an orgasm on the Sibian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you said that I was like, "I going to talk about her later." Yep. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the last toy uh the toy company that I'm going to talk about and there's a lot more than this. I just wanted to bring up uh, a couple. Um is Unbound. Um, They do have a uh, Instagram, Um, but what I like about Unbound is they are um, very diverse. I feel like in their representation, they Mm. um, that's so important. Yeah, and they like employ women of color. They employ Black femmes. Um, It's just like and represent. these communities that are very much underrepresented. Um, so you can find them on Instagram and then they also have a website linked on their Instagram. Um, but once again, just great sex education, really just awesome, awesome info and toys and product. So, um, cool. I want to share a couple of resources of, Sex educators, mm-hmm. um, nice. on Instagram and other places. So, uh, the person I follow the most, I would say, is Erica Hart on Instagram. They I are heart Erica. I Heart Erica, <laughs> but it's no. H A R T Erica and Erica mm-hmm. with a C K A, um, and I I just find that they are able to really educate the shit out of me. I don't know. Um, their information is just like very um very like racial, social, gender, um like influenced and focused, um, and just fucking great yeah. information. And like they are doing such amazing work um around the world right now too. Yeah. Which is really cool. And they're they're cancer survivor
1: yep. as well. So yep. like they have that perspective. Mm-hmm. Like lack of sensation, yep. um Yeah. So like Lots that, of those are
0: big. Yeah. Um, and they also have a podcast as well with their partner, um, which is hood rat to head wrap. So um lots of really good freaking information. Um, and also very like gender focused too, which is really awesome. Oh, I already said that, but it's fine. Um okay still good, <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> the next person, well, not person, but the next thing I'm gonna talk about is Afro sexual sexology. Oh my god, Afro sexology. Um their Instagram says we create spaces online and in real life for black people to openly discuss sexual exploration and liberation. They have, um, Uh, Linktree, which is going to give you a bunch of um, links to figure out their stuff. They also have really awesome sex positive merch, just saying. Um, And just really amazing, amazing information. They're doing amazing work. You can find them on Instagram. Then we have Kinky Black Educator. I recently found Kinky Black Educator. um, They're non-binary. Just amazing it's Mm -hmm. so so fucking cool i love their page i love it um and yeah just go to their page i think there's no words you can just see it for yourself yeah it's very focused. highly recommend Uh, very focused on like um having safe bdsm practices so Um, important so fucking amazing and like uh, non-binary queer black educator just very very awesome person Okay, then we have um Sana Lee, which is um on Instagram the fat sex therapist, very um very 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 amazing page. Uh, you know trauma, I love me some fat bitches. So yeah. <laughs> trauma therapist based in Philadelphia. Um, non-binary person, and um, just. Their information is very, very, very amazing. I think I just keep saying that about everyone, but like legit, I'm not lying. So um, you should follow all these people. And then last but not least, I'm going to talk about Luna Dietrich, who on Instagram is under Pussy Witch. And um, Luna is also non-binary and um, non-binary femme, ecosexual, um, trauma-informed pleasure uh, educator. Um, and just. Their information is really awesome, too. I I love their stuff. Me, too. And I actually have... I'm, like, doing one of their courses right now. Yeah. And I, like, did it for a while, and then I stopped. I'm like, I suck. I gotta go. (laughs) I have a hard time. And I just want to just tell you, I literally have, like, 15 other names here, but I just, like, had to pick my top, like, six to talk about because I was like, Amanda, look at all these people. And they're like, uh... I said three, and then they were okay, six. six. (laughs) I'm like, I can't pick three. are you kidding me um but there are some resources there for you um and then hopefully this podcast that we're doing right now we can be a resource
1: um love to give good resources (laughs) like actual like good information that like sits in your soul exactly you
0: know that's what i want to give sits in your soul i like it yeah so hopefully this conversation was like beneficial and like i it was or at least interesting yeah interesting yeah i mean the sex history or the sex toy history was like real cool for me yeah
1: i thought that was so cool and then you got to hear me process some shit yeah we we had a therapy session immediately after
0: Sorry, (laughs) we gave you some resources oh man but i think i mean this topic is so freaking important because they're so much more we could be doing in these bigger companies and in the sex industry in general, um, sex toy industry in general. Yeah. Um, But a lot of people are doing some good shit. So I think that's a perfect way to end. Um, Me too. It's going to be okay. Let's do this. We got this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll do it. We'll make the waves. Yeah. You know?
0: And um, the last thing I want to say is thank you so much for supporting our podcast. We love you all so freaking much, and it means so much to us for you to listen to our podcast, share our podcast with friends, um, write a review, uh, rate our podcast on um, Apple Podcasts, five stars, please. Um, but also, you. like, <laughs> if you have freaking ideas for us, like, please tell us. If you want to be on our podcast and you have something to bring to this community please reach out to us. Like we Absolutely. want guests. We want all the information. So um, okay. you can reach out to us on Facebook, but you can also reach out to us in email um, at generationsexpodcasts at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook at Hannah Gray and on Instagram at the sensual nonconformist
1: you can find me on Facebook at Amanda Drew um, D-R-E-W I feel like I have to spell that now (laughs) and then you can uh, find me on Instagram at Not Too Taboo Amanda
0: yeah we love you so much love you see you next week bitches Bye. bye